0: Tom Panos, Troy Malcolm. Hello, guys. How are you? Okay, so this is week two without the big guy, John McGrath. So I'm kind we... of feeling comfortable
1: without him now.
0: Yeah, well, one of the things, Troy, that they say is uh, uh, when you get when you get comfortable, and I can actually see that you're actually sitting where John normally sits. Now, that's, that's I don't know whether you've accidentally done that or uh, it's all strategic. Tom. It's, uh, First what...
1: time the the podcast, then the CEO. No. I'm <laughs>
0: What I can tell you is John is going to be back with us next week, and today we are doing part two social media. Uh, Troy, we spent the whole of last week's session talking about Facebook, and we're going to spend most of today talking about Facebook. But what people don't know is that that's not the one platform only that exists, and I know it's not the one platform for McGrath's. Um, Yeah, we've identified quite a number of platforms, Tom, but we've refined that down.
1: Over time, um, to make sure we're getting the, the most bang for our buck, so to speak. We, we run a, quite a small team. Um, there's myself and there's a couple of the, the PR girls that really focus on engagement on social media. But we identified the main platforms for us. obviously Facebook. That's the beast. That's the biggest beast still. There's 95% of Australians currently using Facebook um, on that platform. So you think about the level of engagement there, it's huge. We've also looked at LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Google+. They're kind of the main Six that we identify and we like to use, um, and across all those platforms, it's complementary to what our main strategy is.
0: Right, for our listeners, where most of them aren't at the level where that they've got the you know thirty thousand likes or thirty-two thousand likes, they're in early stages, grade one social media, just learning it all. Um, Troy based on your experience, you would say narrow in and focus on one or two platforms?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Tom. I'd look at Facebook and then for agents, I'm kind of liking Instagram at the moment I do, really, and obviously LinkedIn. All right? yeah. So LinkedIn is very much a business to business tool. You need to have a presence there, but you can pretty much replicate what you're doing on those other two platforms on there. Um, but definitely Facebook uh, and Instagram. Instagram because it's so easy. Um, it's, on, it's an app on your phone. Take a photo of a property, interesting filter, you can post it, it's easy, right? Uh, Facebook, because that's where the people are, and it'd be silly not to be there. Same way we use domain and real estate and, yeah. and even the, the print publications to engage.
0: So you go where the, and that's one of the things, like no matter how much you want to resist it, if we're talking about like 95% of Australians hanging around on Facebook, there's eyeballs there. Um, and you are negligent and crazy not to actually be taking the opportunity, particularly that it's got a low barrier to entry. We're not talking about major capital budgets here. I mean, you've been able to more or less organically go from zero to 32,000 and hasn't required you to go off and spend a lot of money to get to that number.
1: No, it's just, it's obviously timing and resources and, and doing a couple of strategic moves to make sure you're getting the most engagement.
0: Okay. So what we thought we'd do um, in this session, and that is based on a lot of the feedback that I get talking to agencies, they say, you know, on a day-to-day basis, tell me, will it help me get a listing? How can I help improve my chances of getting a listing I've gone to? Or um, how can you actually use it from an execution as a salesperson? So, Troy, if
1: well, Tom, you know yourself. You've got a big following. Personally, you've got 8,000 on your business page. I mean, you get to see that as attraction agents all the time. I mean, you would know probably more than I would in the field about engagement on that agent level and what, and what they're doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Troy. So I've uh, moved my personal page to a business page yep. and, and I think that that's a decision that a lot of times people are going to have to make. Um, and you, you get a lot of added bonuses having a business page, including access to insights, which yeah. you don't get as a personal page. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's really, really important to be able to measure what you're actually doing, which you don't get on a personal page. But so I've got 8,000 likes on my uh, business page, I've got 4,700 Twitter followers, I've got 16,700 agents on my blog. And here are some of my learnings, Troy. The first thing is... We did
1: a conference recently as well talking about these elements that we've discussed probably in detail over the past fortnight.
0: Correct. Yep. So here's a couple of my takeaway points. If you're an agent sitting there saying, how's it going to help me? Well, I can tell you that one of the things I do is I'll use Facebook to go out like an octopus. And it actually, what it does is... I put content there that engages someone that I know that they're gonna share it with someone else and share it with someone else, but when they press on the link, it actually directs them back to my site Absolutely. Because what I want to do is get their data. So in many ways, like I know that, you know, next week I've got an interview going out, or um, I think it may have just come out, and that is Piers Van Berg. And that Piers is Piers Van Hamburg, yep, yeah, but, yep. yeah, yeah. Amazing agent. Yep. So he you know how he wrote a million dollars a year, so mm-hmm. many of you would have seen that Facebook post that it would have said to watch this interview press tompanos.com.au. it's on Facebook, they, they go to my site, a black box comes up and collects their data. So what I'm looking at, collecting their data.
1: So you're using a social platform as the hook to get them back to your page to engage, sign up, and then you're giving them content for free.
0: Absolutely. And then Perfect. you've got a permission-based relationship with them because they've Absolutely. subscribed, mm-hmm. they've opted in, yep. and you can stay in contact. Because I still try, I still value emails, you know, oh, I think
1: I, I think the way that real estate in the industry has evolved over time, email marketing is still one of the strongest ways to engage with an individual user um, nine times out of ten.
0: Yeah. So on my site, there's an uh, interview with Paul Tonich, mm-hmm. who runs Altitude. Based and in I, Western yeah, Australia. West yeah, Western Australia. Uh, Troy is an amazing, uh, amazing agent that's been one of the... Uh, early adopters of social media. So that video on my site at tompanos.com.au, there you go. I'm doing the promotion there to get the email address. I can't that help That website it. again,
1: tompanos.com.au. You. So what, we, what you
0: So what I did in that interview is worked out what is it that Paul does, and since then I've been analysing how agents can use Facebook to get listings. So a couple of things, Troy. The first thing I'd say is a testimonial. When you get a happy vendor, understand that there's a really great chance that this vendor's on Facebook and that this vendor who has influence over their friends and family, they're also on Facebook. So if Troy Malcolm has just sold their property, a nice testimonial where they say, just sold our home, going to be really sad moving on, but we're over the moon that we're entering our next chapter. Um, Here's Troy, great guy, we love him. They send that, to not only all their friends, but if they tag you, what they're actually doing is also Sending it out to all your network of people. And this all of a sudden becomes testimonial on steroids. This is the power of social media. So I urge real estate agents when a vendor's got the highest point in that relationship, when they're pumped and excited, when the contract's just been done, not when they're, you know, moving and they've got you know removalists and what that they've moved on. We're talking about the time where the deal's been done. Ask them if they're prepared to sort of put it on Facebook and tag you. That is absolutely gold because, yeah. as we said, Troy, in this new world, it's what one person says to their network, not what you're saying. Absolutely. To their and network. the thing
1: is, Tom, we just got a report from Yellow Pages came out early May to say that the main buying demographic, anywhere from 40 to 49, their average number of followers is 218. So what you're saying there is, if your vendor is making a testimony about you, they're actually engaging and telling 218 people about your service without you having to do anything. Fantastic. Amazing, amazing opportunity. Same with video content, I think short little video content, the age of smartphones, 71% of Australians are now using their smartphone as the main way to get actual social media. Do a video, do a quick little video, post it online, same thing. Tag the vendor, tag yourself. Um, get the vendor to do a video and tag you in it. Same same recipe for success.
0: Good stuff. So the video, Troy, how long? Like oh, Listen,
1: if you don't engage in the first four to eight seconds, you're yeah. not going to engage. Okay. So anywhere from four to eight, I think the max you'd probably do is a 30-second testimony. Yeah. Yep. Or testimonial, sorry.
0: Okay. Here, here's another one, Troy, that I think's got value if it's executed intelligently. And that is... Before you go out to a listing presentation, I think it's useful to go to Facebook and actually have a read of the person you're about to see. That's only gonna be useful information to know what they've been saying over the last month, the things that they like, what are the things that seem to interest them, and also, if they've got a public profile, you can actually look at their friends, have a look at the friends and the people that they seem to talk to, Now, I'm not saying that you get to the listing presentation and say, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, before I came out, I decided to stalk your (laughs) Facebook page and found out that I actually know two of your friends and that's a useful thing because now you should give me the business because I know them. What I'm actually saying is that you could be surprised that you've actually got people that you know really well, that they know well, that... It might come into the conversation. Yep. The fact that you just know this information might be useful.
1: Or you're reflective of the company you keep. There's a Correct. great episode for the fans of Modern Family, um, the, the TV show out there. There's a great episode where Phil um, is the real estate agent. He does that. Uh, he uses his kids to actually source and, and really kind of stalk the buyer. Right. And then he gets, he found out that he loved Mexican food. So he had his wife, Claire, cooking Mexican as he was doing the, the inspection. Because obviously the Americans, they <laughs> work differently in their real estate. He also found out that he was a big NFL fan, so he had all these posters put up around the house that he was an NFL fan, and then they also found that he had a dog, so they actually installed a doggy door in the main living area. So it was a kind of tailored pitch to that one person, and it was kind of taking it to the extreme, but it was actually really incredibly relevant to say, you need to know people, you need to know what they like and how you're going to sell to them, especially in this space.
0: So, so, Troy, what you're saying is, if I was coming out to your listing presentation I'd be wearing my Roosters, let me make it clear, it wouldn't be my jersey, I'd be borrowing it from someone, it would never be my jersey, it would be someone else's jersey, but I'd be wearing a Roosters jersey yeah. um, and I'd be sort of going in there with a big smile on my face yeah. as if to say, um, we might, can the Roosters win it this year? No.
1: Uh, Listen, because some of my mates are still there, and I was very fortunate to play for them for a number of years in reserve grade, and most of those guys have gone on to wow. succeed in first this grade. There's something
0: we didn't know about Troy Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, so Troy well, Malcolm, <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a scoop. John, I don't know if you've heard this. <laughs> That's how I got my job at McGrath. <laughs> wow. So, so Troy Malcolm played reserve grade for Sydney Roosters. What year was this, Troy?
1: Uh, so I started 2004, uh, no, sorry, 2002 and went through to 2006.
0: All right. So if they were doing an episode on that Foxtor program, where are they now? You know, the, well, Troy, Troy Malcolm's working at Edgecliff in social media, auctioning on Saturdays and trying to administer the best podcast in the country, which we think is the best, but no one else does. Extraordinary, Troy. Unbelievable, um, so but it is—it's
1: def- relevant, Tom, and it, it may not be just football, but that's one thing. It might be—it um, might be art, it might be cars, it might be anything that you can connect and build that rapport very quickly. I mean, you would know yourself. Agents only have a limited amount of time to connect and build rapport with a vendor that they can become the trusted advisor. Yeah. So if you can do that, if that's another element and that gives you a free free road to building that rapport, I absolutely use it. And you know, another interesting stat that Facebook came out with, well not Facebook, someone that was doing a study on Facebook, to, was to say that 25% of all users don't have any security on their actual profile. So it's an open book.
0: Right, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. So, um, useful information. We know there's a book by Robert Caldini called Influence, and he says one of the most influential things that you can do in Seoul is is to deal with people that have got similar common interests. He's the most powerful of the influencers. So, here, all of a sudden, new technology, new media, is giving you tools to do things that you could never have done in the year 2000. Um, Troy, You know, we've got a little bit of time left and we might just touch on, I would say, that uh, the next thing I hear real estate agents talk about Facebook that is useful to mention is that um, don't just, share the the story about the thing. So if you've got a property, actually put the story behind the property. You know, like the people behind it. You know, people care about people. They don't care about chimneys.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. If you can identify, uh, and we have a number of agents that, Reselling the third or fourth time to certain vendors and buyers, Um, if we can tap into that story and how that actually is the catalyst for success, we you know thumbs up to our agents for doing that. So we had a recent example with one of our very successful agents in the inner west that was selling um, the actual home for the vendor um, the third time. So over 30 years, it was sold and sold and sold and sold again, and they sold the house every single time, but they built the rapport with those vendors over that time. So it was kind. Kind of a very nice warm and fuzzy feeling to say um this is my third time selling this home i'm so happy and elated to be representing my new my friends that i've known for that that i actually sold to
0: beautiful beautiful i'm going to share uh, one or two more things then troy then i'm going to pass over to you and we just do the final stretch maybe one or two or three points that we might leave on this topic. One of the things that I would tell you is that I would encourage that you do run um, competitions because that is going to raise engagement. An example of a competition could be, guess what this house is going to sell on Saturday. Our first person that gets the number most accurate to the price will win this. Um, extremely useful it's going to get you lots of comments which as we have talked about in our last episode is something that the Facebook algorithm likes um, the other thing I'll tell you is I myself use my iPhone to do a lot of my posting and I use Hootsuite mm-hmm. Troy yep so I put into Hootsuite and Hootsuite gives me four options it says LinkedIn uh, personal page which no longer is an option for me Twitter and business page. So I've got three things there and I can tick which three I want to go to. I love Hootsuite. Yep. Um, Finally, I would just like to tell you that um, show you're human,
1: show you're human.
0: Show people that you are a human being behind that text on that post. Um, And by that we mean show elements of authenticity, who you are, because in the new world People are so distracted, they've got so many options, and they love to feel like they're dealing with a human being first and a real estate agent second. So Troy, if there's anything else you want to add to
1: that. I think you nailed it there, Tom, absolutely. Um, it's a people business. Property is just the vehicle. It is actually about people. Um, And what better way to engage with them, but obviously not in person, but also online. They complement each other so well.
0: Beautiful. Last two weeks, we did Facebook. I'm sure we're going to touch social media again over the podcast in the coming months and hopefully years. You've had two episodes with Tom and Troy, John McGrath. The King is back next week. We look forward to seeing you then. (laughs) See you guys. Have a great week.